This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Here's the scenario. You've been injured in a serious accident. The doctor says your recovery could take months, maybe even years, yet your insurance company is denying your claim every step of the way. If something like this happens to you, call me, Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Personal Injury Law. We have offices in Toronto, London, Peterborough, and now Kitchener-Waterloo. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Pretty good. Do you hear that sound? I hope you do because it's the winds of second contract season coming. That's right. Tanking is a fickle, fickle mistress. Getting into bed with her, or what's the term for a mistress if it's a man? It's still, it can't, it's probably not mistress. A mister? A mistrer? I don't know what it is. Regardless, getting into bed with. Oh my gosh. Yes, tanking is tough, okay? It's a very precise science that even at its best, I there's like one example of when it worked. So anyway, Yuta Watanabe, Paul Watson, they don't care if you want to tank. They don't care if you want to fade for Kate. Those guys are trying to get buckets so they can get an extra zero on that contract. They want to get some kickers, some incentivizations for games played. That's what they want. So they came out here to hoop, and they came out here to beat the Orlando Magic, who are aggressively in bed with that fickle mistress that is tanking. And the Raptors, at the end of all of it, come away with a win. In, you know, the Raptors, they're going to make the play-in. That's basically, it's a foregone conclusion. So with the Magic wanting to lose, tonight is probably a win-win all around. And something that's been part and parcel of the Raptors' whole ethos has been... Really fun, random, volume-scoring nights from end-of-bench guys. And not in losses, in wins. And I think that was attributed a lot to the Raptors, the framework that they, that they often operate in. And it's nice to see a return to that a little bit. So seeing the Raptors kind of buoyed by end-of-bench guys just turning it up, full-on heat pump mode. That was fantastic to watch tonight. That was super, super fun. And the Magic, they add another L in the loss call. So they move closer to Cade or Mobley or Jalen Green or, you know, Suggs. Or 
Kaminga or Usman Garuba or whoever, right? They're uh, they're moving towards what they want. And the Raptors, uh, even though they rest guys like OG Ananobi, Fred VanVleet was back tonight, but the Raptors, I think they're headed towards the play-in. So this game was really fun. And even outside of, you know, whatever ranking they have in the standings, I still think this game was really fun just because you get to celebrate two guys who I think are very much worth celebrating on the Raptors, Paul Watson, Yuta Watanabe, chief among them. So that's really cool. But yes, the Raptors winning 113 to 102. And yeah, I think, let me check the Bulls score. You're you're listening to this. You probably already know that they lost or won. Or they're down by 14 with less than two minutes left. So, okay. It would seem that the Raptors are about to usurp. They're about to jump over Chicago for the uh, the plan. So, 10th seed, Toronto Raptors. That's who, that's who you're watching tonight. Uh, come correct. <laughs> Treat them with the, the respect that they so clearly deserve. Okay, so... Keep that in mind. But yes, the Raptors, they win tonight. Super fun game, highlighted by the hot shooting of Yuta Watanabe and Paul Watson Jr. Paul Watson, a little bit more stationary in the way that he scored today, was on the receiving end of a few more catch-and-shoot triples. And surprisingly, Yuta Watanabe, or maybe not so surprisingly, because I talked about this last podcast, was that his willingness to take shots in the flow of the offense and even go above and beyond to take more aggressive lines to the ball, get into more competitive spaces on the floor and rise up for jumpers there or try to get all the way to the bucket. It's been ramped up significantly these past few games. And so tonight where he was getting into the lane, attacking from like straight on, attacking from the 45, attacking from the baseline and hitting like little pop shots, pulled up from the free throw line after snaking. I believe believe it was a pin down. But after snaking a pin down and then hitting a mid-range jumper over a contest, real volume scorer hours for Yuta Watanabe. And not to mention, like, had a little bank shot come in off the 45. Had just really a guy looking to get his own shot. And that's why I'm saying it's second contract season. The framework, the hierarchy of the Raptors offense, not as important as one might think in these games. So... Yes, Fred Van Vliet was in this one for only 23 games and tragically lost his, I think he had 76 games in a row where he hit a three-pointer. That ended tonight, which is too bad. And it's not like he didn't shoot any. He he took six. He didn't make any. Looks like he needs his legs back under him, which, understandable. Hit pointers are nothing to mess around with, by the way. So, something to keep in mind. But yeah, Watson, Watanabe, Flynn, those guys maybe have been getting, like in the few practices that they have had, maybe those guys are boys on the practice, like on the the tier two roster, the tier two lineup. They're the B team going against the A team all the time. And they link up for a powerful union, a trio that is terrific, a terrific trio of sorts. And they come together, Flynn dropping dimes here and there, clearly has the pacing for the pick and roll. He, he linked up with Birch a couple times as, perhaps I should say, so too with Gillespie. So I liked how he works with the dive men. It's a, it's a very nice little feather in his cap. And so he wasn't like shooting the ball incredibly well tonight. The three-pointer that I think we've been noticing an uptick in, a definitive uptick, especially when you consider his flurry of triples at the end of the, the other game. But 0 for 4 from downtown tonight, the shot making wasn't really on a level. But 
I thought he's he can get into the middle of the defense, mix it up. There's enough stuff there that I think you give him the ball, you ask, you give him a screen, you ask him to create, and it's not going to be huge returns on a points per possession. But as I said last podcast, you have a guy who can produce some amount of offense and some amount of shots for teammates. And in a game where Paul Watson, I think he had two pull-up triples in this game, but he took 11 and he hit eight. So he was doing a lot of just standstill shooting and, you know, kudos to him making like a ton of them, heaps, heaps of standstill shots. And so you give a guy like that opportunities to shoot off of, you know, if Malachi Flynn is coming off the pick and roll, let's say that tag man comes over from the weak side corner, sprays that little pass out there, Paul Watson Jr., he's taking that wide open shot. Or let's say Malachi Flynn gets down, swings it to the corner, side top side action ensues opposite corner he's the guy there he hits the shot running out in transition just stuff like that it's uh he fit in pretty well tonight and it wasn't it didn't call for anything superhero from him or anything like that he was just a guy who made shots moved well within the offense was great as far as defensive coverage goes is has always been kind of rangy and that's been a big draw i i know before all of this stuff went down Nick Nurse seemed to indicate that Paul Watson Jr. had gotten the eighth man spot in the rotation. That was even prior to the trade deadline, but then a whole bunch of madness starts happening. And now he has to come back and reclaim it to some degree. And Yuta Watanabe is streaking now. And so who knows what's happening with that, but kudos to him. A little bit of pop off the dribble. I think the people who have been paying attention, if you listen to this podcast a lot, you've definitely heard me talk about it. And hopefully you see it yourself that... He's definitely got some wiggle off the bounce. As I was saying, a lot of the people who are paying attention in media, a lot of the writers who have been talking about this, you know what's up. You know he's got a little bit of wiggle. You know he can get downhill. He's got a pretty wide-ranging cross that he can... There's a lot of space to be covered, whether it's just like on the pullback or like the snatchback or on the gather and trying to finish at the bucket. He had a really nice um, finish in the lane after attacking a guy off closeout too. So lots of good stuff. And I already talked about Yuta quite a bit, but it's it's fun to talk about guys who reclaim their aggressiveness, their confidence offensively, and perhaps it was never lost, just not taken advantage of. And in basketball, what is better than a guy who's confident, hunting for his own offense, and happens to be hitting heaps of shots? Quite frankly, nothing. You know, there's you know a lot of people you could watch like super cuts of of defense and stuff like that. And your proclivity is, you know, you like what you like. That's that's good, of course. But a guy hunting for his shots and then hitting them, it's pretty badass. It's pretty cool on the basketball court. But yeah, the Raptors in this game, their bench, heavy lifting, at least off the start. And then, you know, both units kind of evened out and started playing, I would say, plus basketball. But the bench initially. So Freddie Gillespie, Rodney Hood, Stanley Johnson, DeAndre Bembry. All those guys getting some plus minutes in. And Stanley Johnson, that low down, locked in, three-point shot that he has, it was going tonight. Three or five from downtown. He's a huge defensive decision. Like, he makes plays as far as it goes on defense. And that's that's always going to be a big part of his game. Had a steal and a block. There was, like, it doesn't take much for Stanley to put, like, immediately after something good happens. It doesn't take much for him to put like way too much dip on his chip and then a turnover happens right after or like a charge or something like that. So 
he his countenance for like he's not super responsible with the ball and he will very willingly be like I'm the guy to have the ball you want me to make plays hell yeah dude throw me the rock like he has that in him which you like you always want a guy who's willing to do lots of stuff and then you can kind of tone him down and so Stanley always has that look after he does something like his eyebrows go up and he starts looking back at the bench kind of like so what's happening like are you guys gonna let me keep rolling with it like this like am I Am I getting drag screens in transition and then just thundering into the paint to smash into guys? Or maybe I spray the ball cross court. Maybe somebody gets a wide open three point shot. Like it's, he's like a magic eight ball. There's a lot of different outcomes, but maybe some are good. Maybe some are bad. I don't know if that's like, I've used the magic eight ball since I was a kid. Are some of them good or bad? Are they vague? Anyway, magic eight balls aside, the Raptors, uh, Freddie Gillespie, second 10 day contract. I think it should be coming. And hell, not even a 10-day. Sign that dude through the season. Ink him up. Give the guy the contract he so clearly deserves. He's a quality NBA big man. And maybe not, maybe like on a winning team, he's, he's getting like six minutes per game and, you know, 37 Coach's decision did not play during the regular season and maybe comes in for like three games during like an 18-game playoff run, something like that. But he'll play. He can play. Maybe he's a third-string guy who eventually becomes like a second-string guy, which is kind of the situation that Ken Birch is in right now. Maybe Freddie's that guy, but he's a guy, and you should give him the money. Ink him up, I say. Sign that dude to a contract. Rodney Hood, some pick-and-roll possessions here, some... Some decent moving on offense there. DeAndre Bembry, always, it's such a mixed bag of like teams going under every screen action that he has and just kind of scooting their butts back to the free throw line. When he so clearly wants to go downhill, they're like, all right, dude, we're loading up. Come downhill. Do your worst. Like, let's see what you got. And so he's so limited in that way. But yeah, the Raptors, this game was fun. I enjoyed it quite a bit. The, Mostly just because of Paul Watson and Ido Watanabe and Freddie Gillespie. I have my eye on him. I think he could, he's a guy I think it would be really fun to see on the Raptors next year. And I'd like to see him in the system and see what happens with him. His, his interviews too. What an engaging young man. He just head on a swivel is like, what can I answer? What can you tell me? Sure, this, sure that. He's great. And same thing, defensive presence on the court. He's looking everywhere. He's like, what the hell am I here to stop? Let me at it. Let's stop it. And so he's, he's really fun. I'm keeping my eye on him, maybe more so than anybody else at this point in the season, especially if he gets that second contract. And it is second contract season. So as I said, ink him up, Raptors. Let's do it. And I guess that that should segue into, yes, that's the Reggie Evans Award is for Freddie Gillespie. Nobody else, just him. Don't you ever think of giving it to anybody else? Not after he plays a game where he just continues to hustle. No blocks, no steals, no assists, just vibes and rebounds. Seven boards, 10 points, sticky hands under the rim. Give him a little shovel pass. It's likely not going out of bounds. If the ball's on the floor defensively, he'll scoop that baby up. He gets after it. I enjoy him immensely. And I'm here to give him all the Reggie Evans awards that he deserves. So, you know, if, if you like Freddie, hopefully you like that. If you like Paul Watson Jr., hopefully you like this game. And same with Yuta Watanabe. But, okay. Top quick action quote. 
Brandon R. Quote, it was disheartening to see Raptors Twitter chastising Watson because we're supposed to be tanking, in quotations. But personally, it was amazing to watch him dominate the third quarter. Watanabe also had an amazing game, made some tough shots, especially in the first quarter. Despite the poor box score, Flynn still orchestrated the offense well, played strong defense, and a lot of his shots went in and out, end quote. Okay. I think this is a bit of a straw man. I'm on Raptors Twitter, and I got to say, I did not see a lot of people chastising Paul Watson. I saw a lot of people just showing an immense amount of love to Paul Watson. And chastising? Like, maybe somebody, like, made an off-the-cuff joke that was like, oh, you're ruining the tank or something like that. But I, I saw basically only positive stuff for Paul Watson Jr., so maybe you need to follow or unfollow some some new people so that uh, you can see more positive Raptor stuff on your timeline. But Brandon, I'm sorry that you see people who are chastising Paul Watson while the dude is banging in eight triples in a game. He killed it. The man came in, hands literally aflame. He almost, he burned all of the gloss off of the basketball. And thus it became less grippy and the magic turned it over, only for the ball to be returned to his flaming hands. And then, poof, suddenly there's no mesh on the rim. Burning. It's, a, it's lit. It's a flame. But anyway, yeah. I, I'm sorry you had to see that, because I, I was enjoying a lot of people saying really nice things about him. And uh, myself included. He's fantastic. So uh, I've been wanting him to have like a big game all year. Prayers are answered. If you put prayers out, whatever you do, whether you do or not, I, I don't care. Hey, I'm just happy you like the Raptors. I'm happy you're listening. You know, this is like 16 minutes in. Thank goodness you can you can tolerate me. So thanks for sticking around. But this this is the end. Brandon, thanks for writing in. You, listener, thanks for listening. But whether you got into it in the morning or at night, have a blessed day and goodbye. Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone.